Hey guys, welcome in. This is Brad with College Sportscast and John Roberts and I are here today to do our weekend wrap-up show. I heard a fan offer free dipping dogs if I blew it. Wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I had bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dogs sound good. All right, guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sportscast. This is the weekend wrap up show. This weekend, there was only one college football game. That was it. Um, I don't know if anybody paid much attention to it. I did watch college game day. One to, um, yesterday, there was all about di- Army and Navy. One Division One college football game. Yeah, yeah, Division One. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah. That's what just, I'm talking about. But clearing that's, it up. But that's usually up. what we talk. About. But that's <laughs> usually what we talk about is Division I'm Just one. so you know, just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a great Furman game over the weekend. There was, there was great. We could talk about that, but, um, so I got John Roberts with me again here on the weekend wrap up show. Um, it's Christmas season. Log on to homefieldapparel.com. Make sure you get your stuff in now because it may not even get there if you do it now. So before Christmas. So, um, it usually takes about two weeks, and today's the 10th, so time is running out. Log on. Use our code CSCAST uh, for a 15% discount. I am also wearing um, True Victory shirt today. You can log on. They've got some bundle stuff going on. You can save a ton of money off of True Victory stuff right now um, and use our code DEFANBOYS at checkout for a 15% discount and you can get some cool gear there as well. They're a veteran owned uh, sportswear company. So you can check them out as well. All right. So right off the bat here, first, I want to get to a couple of things. We got Christmas. You want to go ahead and say to you guys that uh, on Sunday, we will not have the weekend wrap up show. Uh, John and I got to talk it over and see if we can work it out another time or not. But on Sunday, I am going to be covering a game, basketball game, and I'm going to be out of town. I got to travel for that. And so it's, it's going to take me a while and I probably will not be doing the weekend wrap up show next Sunday, two Sundays from now is Christmas Eve and three Sundays from now is New Year's Eve. So we've got to work all this out with the holidays and everything that's coming up. But I just want you guys to know we will be back doing this uh, for sure on Sundays in this spot at 3 o'clock in January, once January rolls around. So, uh, But with the holiday season, everything going on, I know John's definitely not going to be doing anything on Christmas Eve, right? (laughs) I mean, not like this. Who knows? 
I'm just I mean look, I'll be taking my three day weekend right here. So I'll be right in the middle of it. (laughs) So who knows? (laughs) We we definitely could we can we can we can work something out. We'll see. Yeah, we got to talk about it a little bit, but I just want to let the fans know uh, right off the bat. So, yep. All right. Did you watch any of the Army Army Navy game yesterday? Uh, so it was on. Um, we kind of did some things. We were kind of moving around. Our main focus during that time was watching uh, some college. There were some college basketball games that were going on uh in the morning and uh our biggest focus was that and so um i did yeah. see some there of the was. army navy game but it, it, but the uh as far as the score and everything it was very much exactly how i would have expected it to be so i wasn't really it, too shocked it was when i kept to 11 yeah, you know, Navy Navy had the ball late, had a chance, you know. Um, it was just a six-point game. It was a good, good game. Um, I was watching basketball a lot, too. But I will say I started the day out watching college game day. And it was, it was really interesting to see some of the stories um, on both sides of lives lost, soldiers – and their families, and, like, it was a really cool college game day. Kind of put things into perspective a little bit, you know? <laughs> right. If you watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it did for me anyway, and I think it was good for other people too. It kind of helped put things in perspective a little bit if you watched um, the college game day yesterday because they told at least three or four different stories of soldiers, you know, one of them who just lost his life like really recently in a helicopter crash. Um, And the family, you know, and the family was, he was, um, you know, it showed the whole family showed his kids. He's got like, you know, like three or four kids and it showed his kids and everything. It was just, it was a really, like I I said, that one happened. I think that one happened right before the army Navy game last year. I think this is actually the second army maybe. navy game without okay yeah, maybe it was because right i think the game last year yeah talk about last year yeah because they talked about it yeah. that that it ha- i think that 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 they went through everything the last year and that this year you know they were you know it's more of a coping thing or whatever but last year right. was like right. almost immediately yeah. right after it happened right yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. i think you're right when i well, now that i talking about it but yeah i think you're right yeah it's like that. if it's the one that i saw because i saw it i was kind of i had it on because you know with the espn i had uh one of the basketball games going and then i had one and then i had you know game day going on the other um I mean, this was a, the other was screen like 37 so, 38 year old man he's actually 39 he's 39 39 yeah something like that it, yeah he was a 30, 30s older 30s i mean you know yeah and he was, he was, you know, so, I mean, a lot of times in your head, you think of these guys as being 22 or, you know, 23 or 24 or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, you know, this guy was, you know, had a family, had kids. And, you know, so it was it was a pretty touching story, to be honest right. with you. Yep. And, and 
um it's just something you know like i said it helps put things in perspective sometimes you know with yeah. all the sports stuff that we do stuff we kind of argue about here <laughs> a of course bit, yeah but, everything that yeah, we're doing is very I mean, meaningless compared to what they're doing so oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but uh army did pull out i i think this is their second win in a row i believe Something I, like that. They've been pretty good. They've they been pretty year. decent the last couple of years. So, um, and I think they've kind of flipped yeah. the tables between them and, and when both teams Navy. were five and six. Both teams were five and six. So that win did propel them to six and six um, on the on the season for Army. And of course, it is probably one of the biggest rivalries in college football, and it's definitely the most unique rivalry in college football. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's no question about that. All right, so yeah. I, I just wanted to start there. There's really not a college football scoreboard to go through this week because – as far as Division One, that was it. Um, yep. If you want to talk about the Furman Montana game that was out in Montana, I mean, it was a wild game um, the other night, and um, they threw a touchdown in the back of the end zone, you know, to tie it, take it into overtime. But Furman lost out in Montana. Montana's got one of the best. Um, FCS programs in the country, one of them. There's a few, right. but they're one of them. Um, and uh, Furman took Furman took them to the end and lost 35 to 28 in overtime. Yep, that was uh yeah. I was semi following along with uh, some of the the guys that we have within our uh, our network that were talking about or, or that were posting up. Uh, about the game as it was happening. Uh, yeah. and I, we Within our network, within the fanboys, we have uh, Jay that covers Furman sports. Right. Um, he's, one of their, he's one of their people that cover their sports for them. That's actually what I'm going to be doing when I said I'm covering a game. That's actually what I'm going to be doing next Sunday as well. So, And I've done it once before earlier this season as well. So did it for football um, when they came into Birmingham. So I've done – uh, right. So I've done it. You're doing it now for basketball, right? Right. As they go to, yep. yep. They go to so uh, the 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 women's game comes to Lexington right. and plays at Rough Room on Sunday, and I'm going to be covering that. See, there um, you go. But yeah, um, so that's the reason why we're talking a little bit about Furman. Furman was uh, top ten, top seven, top eight team in FCS all year long in football. And they went out to take on one of the best teams in the country and lost in overtime, 35 to 28. Um, and it was a great game up and down. Furman took the lead again, 21 to 20, I think, or something like that. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a back and forth game um, and didn't pull it out at the very end. But, you know, I think they had a season to be proud of. Yep. All right. So news, college sports news. 
there's all kinds of it. Um, wait a minute. Let's, let's, before I get just to the news, let's start out with this. Let's start out with a Heisman Trophy presentation in winter last night. Yeah, let's Cause do that. Because that'll, that'll be one of the biggest news things that we got. So, yeah, uh, the Heisman Trophy presentation was last night. Um, I don't know if you guys were watching it or if you were involved with watching games and sports or, or what, but I was kind of watching games and I, I did flip over there a time or two, but I didn't watch the whole ceremony to be yeah, honest so with at, you. At 745 was about the time that I turned it on and started looking because it was it's usually about the time that they start really wrapping up to present the winner so we saw one of the yeah. last little stories with Jaden daniels and then went right into you know bringing all the former winners up on stage and then right you know the 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 announcement and then the and then uh th then you get the 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 speech and then you get the sit down so we saw the the last little bit but that's usually when it comes to the Heisman Trophy, uh, that's how you a lot get of times. I, I generally will go. Okay, it starts at seven. It ends around yeah. eight. Let me turn it on yeah. about seven forty-five. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good strategy. Watching the Heisman. I Trophy. mean, unless I, unless there's somebody that I really just want to watch everything about their story that I didn't know already. Like, yeah. if it were say an Auburn person, yeah, somebody yeah. just wanted to be like, yeah, I got you. Then. Otherwise, I'm going to wait and just all I want is the announcement. Right. Did you win? Did this person win? I mean, Bo Nix was there. He's an excellent. Yeah, I know, guy, but but you probably already. Yeah, know I mean, I knew person. enough about it. <laughs> Look, he's, you know, his dad yeah. played back in the early '90s. He's named after Bo Jackson. I mean, he was yeah, going to go to Auburn from the beginning. Years. Yeah, you knew. Yeah. Yep. Well, so the winner, of course, last night was Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback. I, For me, we actually, John and I, on game day uh, pick'ems on Thursday night, we decided to, that was one of the things we picked was our winners. Uh -huh. And I did pick Jaden Daniels. I really wasn't surprised by that. We did have a few people in the comments who um, thought Michael Penix Jr. should get it. Um, and he got you a know, lot of second. I mean, he got a lot of first place votes, and, and he was and he, he was second place. Second. So yeah, yeah, yep. And he did get second, and then, and he really wasn't that far behind. Really, no, he wasn't that far, but he wasn't like. And then and then Bo was a very distant third. a distant third, a real distant yep. third, and then mm -hmm. Marvin Harrison was even more distant than that. I was <laughs> yeah. looking looking at the at the numbers. I was kind of surprised that they invited Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I was too. Most, I I didn't realize. Most of, the time, most of the time, the ones that they invite are fairly close in. Yeah, I, I thought that they would have just invited the three quarterbacks, and yeah. which ended up being one, two, and three. I just thought that those were going to be the three guys that go. Yeah. And I knew that. And Marvin, I mean, what, Marvin Harrison. I mean, he did place fourth, but he was a very distant fourth. Right. And yeah. so, but I, I, I would have, uh, I still would have probably just done three. Um, and then of course, uh, the fifth place was Jordan Travis. So he was, there, there Jordan was fifth, Travis that, was they had, fifth and Jalen yeah. Milrow was sixth. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, 
But Everybody yeah, so, kind of late this season, you started hearing, well, Milro deserves this and Milro deserves that. Kind of late in the season you did. And I told yeah. everybody, he, he it's too late. He's not going to have a shot. There's just no right. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But um, like he did the last six games, you know, then maybe. But um, it turned out, you know, the, my only question with the Heisman this year when it came to Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. was, is three losses too many? Well, but and then I, if you wanted if you wanted to look at what his performance was in those in those three losses, that's the thing. So um, what's what's great is a guy that we used to, that that we've had on our show before, Chris Marler, put up a, a graphic that had what his what his performance was in those three losses, those specifically three games: the uh, right. the FSU game, the Ole Miss game, and the Bama game. Uh, Jaden right. Daniels. All right, here. Let's just go. I'm gonna put the LSU defense stats first that he posted. Uh, the LSU defense stat uh, stats that he posted in those three losses were uh, the LSU defense allowed 47.3 points per game over those three games. That's a uh, that's a lot. Uh, they gave up oh, 506 569 yards per game that they allowed. That's also a lot and uh they gave up you know with those 569 yards per game that they allowed they gave up 7.65 yards per play okay that's a lot to overcome so here's what so here's what Jaden daniels did in those three he was 67 percent completion uh percentage not terrible that's pretty good 326 uh passing yards per game 435 total yards per game, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. So, not bad. Yeah. So. No, no. I mean, he played great all year. Yeah. So, but I'm saying that in those three games, when they lost those three games, you can look at it and clearly say it was not Jaden Daniels that did it. It's the defense. It It was clearly the defense. Right. Oh, yeah, it was so definitely the deal. As much as he's out there and 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 he's putting everything on the on on the spot. I mean, look, his, his what he did and what his well, offense could do is only so much compared to what the defense was giving up. The defense yeah. was not helping him. LSU's out. defense so, this year wasn't good. I mean, right. that, that's what held them back. Right. It so, sure wasn't yes. it, it wasn't their it wasn't not yeah. just Daniels, it wasn't their offense, period. Right. You know, and and I mean, and as far as and as far as losing 3, I believe uh Lamar Jackson and Robert Griffin the 3rd also lost 3 games. I think. I'm pretty certain. We can go back and take a look. There's not too many of. Them. There's no, there's not. Many. There's not. But yeah. but those think, are ones where they they were I think Lamar did. And you might be right on on Robert Griffin too. I, he, mm-hmm. he had a few losses too. Correct. Because they um, he wasn't in contention. Yeah, the, no, no, there's not yeah. many, but it, it's there is a precedence right. that that's happened within you know a the playoff period and b um, just you know pseudo recently you know that there's a precedence well, I, that's I already think, been I set that said that this can happen. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, I told everybody for two weeks that I was almost positive that Jaden Daniels is going to win. I also told people that I thought Michael Penix Jr. was going to be runner-up. I didn't right. go on further and say Nick's was going to be third and Harvest and 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 Harrison Jr. fourth or nothing. But I did kind of pick one and two um, from what they you know wind up being. So I um, do think the difference in two and three mostly happened with the last game. I think a lot of it had to do with the last game. And even though, like, yeah, I don't think Bo had a terrible game or anything like that, but I think I think it mainly went with Penix won the last game. And I think he was going to be second anyway, but I think the separation between the two was a, re- a right. direct result of the Pac-12 championship. So I think I mean, that, Bo had a great season. Oh yeah, no, no, season. no. Yeah, he was. I mean, had yeah, he had the great. Yeah, he had a great year. I'm not not going to take any of that away from. Him, but I do think that the. I think, I think he deserved to have gotten the trip to New York. I don't think that you know. I mean, I I I agree with him not winning. I agree with him being third place. I also agree. I also will think that the the separation with him and Penix happened. I think with the voters, because a lot of it is recency, you know, a lot of recency bias. And I would say that, that I would say that the last game is what made the, what separated it. Well, I think Penix was going to be sec- second anyway, and I but think I think that voters, the large gap was because they didn't win the game. Yeah. Yeah. I also think most voters wait and hold off until. Right. Oh yeah. Last, yeah. Yeah. You know, people. right. And then that's just the, until, the until thing the that they want that they that they and I think that's just the thing that they remembered and they were like we're gonna vote for we're gonna vote for uh him to be you know and that's what made it probably close you know closer for Penix as a second place one too. So I mean I think whoever won that Pac twelve game would have been, you know, there they would have gotten a lot of votes and they would have made a close second. But there, the separation happened right there. I think if Bo would have won the game, I think the gap would not have been as big between Bo and Penix. Bo being second yeah, place and Penix being third place, I think the gap would have been real close. In fact, you may not right. have seen Bo be be second place. He may have just made it a closer gap between him and Penix, and Penix being second, and there not be as big a gap between him and Penix as a third place. Right. So. Either way, I think the yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that for sure. All right, sports news. I'm going to get to a little bit of stuff. Um, Dylan Gabriel yesterday announced that he is transferring to Oregon. Yep, um, from Oklahoma. I'm, he's a grad transfer, so he can go again wherever he wants because he's a so grad transfer. This is now his, what, third school, or has he gone to four schools? Third school. Third that I know, I know of. I know, I know UCF, I Oklahoma, and, and Oregon, but is there another yeah. one? Did he go to another one? He was anywhere before UCF. I can't remember 
Did he did he go from UCF immediately to Oklahoma, or did he make a stop for a year? He did. No, no, he's he went from UCF okay. to Oklahoma right. and now to Oregon. I don't know if he was somewhere before UCF. I don't know for sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. I thought he I thought because he got hurt and was it him that got hurt? Or was it the previous UCF quarterback that got hurt that allowed him to play? I think he got hurt, and then somebody else. I'm thinking he got hurt. Right. But I thought he went somewhere else before he went to Oklahoma. Like he spent a year somewhere else. But either way. I I don't know. I I know for sure it's at least his third school. Um, Right. It, it could be four, but it, I know it's at least his third school. But he has one year remaining. This would be like his super senior year. He is going to take over for Bo Nix. Yep. Who just did the same thing out of Oregon. Um, and that was a big-time transfer. Um, Mississippi State landed the Baylor quarterback who – has already transferred once as well, I think. Blake Shapin. Yeah. Is 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 the is the quarterback. They landed him yesterday. Um he is transferring to Mississippi State, who just hired Jeff Levy, who the last couple of years has been out at Oklahoma as an offensive coordinator. Um, and was at Mississippi before that. Levy's a pretty good offensive coordinator. Um, We'll see how he does as a head coach at Mississippi State, but he uh, got Blake Shapin yesterday in the transfer portal, um, transferring from Baylor, and I would have to look everything up, but I'm pretty sure that he started somewhere else. Blake Shapin did. I'm pretty sure. I gotcha. Not yeah. Uh, as far as Gabriel, yeah, he, he was. He he. It, it's only the third. There wasn't a fourth one. So okay. Yep. Uh, this past week, Brock Vandergrift transferred from Georgia. He's transferring over to Kentucky. He's a former five. Is he star. kicking or is he or is he um, playing quarterback? Brock. Yeah. And he's gonna be he's gonna be playing quarterback for Kentucky. He's not gonna I be promise. he's not gonna be a kicker. I thought that's what he was over there. I thought he was a kicker. <laughs> he's gonna be playing quarterback for Kentucky. Um, I can promise. Um I am joking around. You know me. I know. <laughs> I know. But he's a former five-star quarterback. He was in the 2021 class um, with some pretty – you know, he was a top five guy quarterback. He was a top 20 overall recruit. And I just want to bring it up because this is not the type of kid that Kentucky can land out of high school. It's just not. Um I think Auburn Auburn thought they had him and then he went to Georgia. Yeah. They thought they had flipped him. They thought they flipped him. He actually committed. 
he actually he was high enough. He actually committed to Oklahoma, right? First, like maybe his junior year in high school or something. But right. he committed to Oklahoma first, and then Lincoln Riley left. Right. And when he left, then he senior year or later on, he committed to Georgia. He's only been at one school. He's been at Georgia for three years. He right. backed up Stetson Bennett. He backed up Carson Beck. He graduated uh, college in three years. He's a, right. he's a Georgia. He will be. He will be a Georgia graduate when he gets to Kentucky. He come in early, um, and he's been there three years now, and he's going to be a, a graduate. Um, it's a big time get. This is not. Everybody in the country was after him. Yep. And I'm talking to him coming to high school. This is not the type of kid that Kentucky can land coming out of high school. Now, Stoops and, and his guys, coaches, has done a great job being able to try to land some top-tier talent out of the portal. They also just yesterday landed a top 250 kid who uh, went to Texas A&M, wide receiver. He was a 2023 kid, wide receiver, and they just they just got a commitment from him yesterday as well. Um, and they've got – Two or three more on campus this weekend, and it's kind of exciting if you're a Kentucky fan. You know, Kentucky this season, a lot of the fans were throwing fits because, you know, we're just not there yet, and Stoops has reached his ceiling, and we're, he's just not, we're just not getting anywhere. But if you look at the job that he is doing the last two or three seasons, just in the transfer portal alone, he is greatly improving the Kentucky football program like it's never been done before. So here, here's a – so I'm looking at the transfer portal right now, all right? And Kentucky's number one yesterday. Correct. Kentucky's yeah. number one, Louisville yeah. number two, uh, yeah. Colorado three, Missouri four, Ole Miss five, Oregon. Uh, Oregon is also tied at five, uh, Minnesota seven, Cal tied at seven, AM tied at seven, Notre Dame 10. Uh, so that's the top 10 right there. Um, I'm going to go ahead because you're, you're talking about the transfer portal there. I'm going to go ahead and put that up on the screen because that's what you're talking about. Um, the classes so far in the transfer portal, that's what he was just talking about. Kentucky has the number one overall class right now. Correct. Um, and this and is they, according to 27, uh, 24 7. So okay. yeah. that's what I'm and looking at. And they've got like three or four other top recruits on campus this weekend. Right. Um, and they've got two or three others that are supposed to come in through the week. Um, so, you know, I just cool. I just saw a name in here and it made me feel really old, uh, which would make you feel even older. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the third, the th no, the fourth name in this. Okay, the fourth name in this is Adam Vinatieri Jr. Adam Vinatieri Jr. Okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah. 
Adam Vinatieri Jr. So, Junior. Yeah. yeah. So Not we Adam watched Vinatieri. his we watched his dad play 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 yeah uh, play <laughs> how many years in the NFL? Because he played a lot. Like but, 20, 18, yeah, something like that. That's time. usually what kickers do. We've seen, we've seen yeah. most of, you know, we saw most of his uh, dad's career in the NFL, yeah. and and now his son not only is in college, but is actually in the transfer portal. He came in, uh, he 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 must have started his career at Ball State. He is now in the transfer portal for a, a kicker. I don't know um, what the market is for getting kickers out of the transfer portal, but uh, he does he does have at least the genes to be a, a decent kicker, I would assume. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. His dad was yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I just wanted to throw that name out yeah. there. That was on the first page, and I, uh, I thought that was kind of like a, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So, um, kind of looking at, yeah, go for it. Like if you're a Kentucky fan, just hold tight. I know that the last two years, we, two years ago, we kind of reached another mountaintop with a citrus bowl win 10 and three. In the last two years, we have kind of went stagnant. And I know that we have as a team, but results on the field we have but i do think that they've done a great job this past season we had 30 blue chippers on the roster more than we've ever had blue chippers are four and five star guys and i would venture to say that probably 15 or 20 of those out of the 30 come in through the transfer portal yeah that's uh Sounds about at least, right. At least half of them have come in through the transfer portal. And they're at it again. They're doing a great job. Like we just said, they are number one right now in bringing in class for the transfer portal. And we were top 10 last year. I can't remember exactly where we landed, but I'm pretty sure we were top 10 last year in the transfer portal. Yep, yep. All right. So let's get to college basketball. Yeah, let's do that. So I did watch several games yesterday, um, parts of games. One of them being Auburn and Indiana. And I'll start with this one a little bit because – See, like, what had happened is what I, I want to know because what had happened I was started watching. Yeah, what had happened is what I mean because I started watching the game, beginning of it, and Auburn was getting her butt kicked. Yeah. So, <laughs> I it, so I flipped it and started watching some of the and going around and started watching some of the other games, and. I come back late and Auburn's up like 25. Yep. I'm like, like, they were down like 
12 or 14 or something in the first half early in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it it started out right away. uh, Indiana was hot. So they, they, they typically just don't hit a ton of threes is what, uh, what, what I've heard. And they started the game off four or five from three. And then of course that allowed their big man, um, their seven footer, to uh where? also yeah where um yeah. start off really hot so they got a 10 12 point lead right away and they held on to it for the first five to ten minutes of game and then auburn started chipping away they were hitting threes they got on they went on a few runs um and then they ended the first half on a major run and continued it early on in the second half and it was one of those like 29 to 6 type runs it was a huge flip so they 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 ended up being you know they ended up going into halftime i think up to it was they were up like maybe 18 or something like that. They had scored 52 in the first half. It was like 52 to, you know, 34 or something like that. They they went over 100, didn't they? Yes, yes. So they actually scored 52 in both halves. Uh, They they scored. They scored 104. They were. They were. They won the game 104 to 76. And so they scored 52. I think it was 52 to 34 after halftime, and then. Second half was 52 to what, uh, 30 or 38, I would say. So, yeah. um, so that ended up being 104 to 76. Just, it was one of those games that I started watching it and I thought, well, they're not playing good. I'm going to flip it and turn and watch something else. This is the app state game all over again. <laughs> yeah. And I flipped it and I turned and I, and, and then, you know, I thought, well, it was, it was probably an hour later or something, you know, and I thought, well, I'll go back and see, you know, before the game ends and see, see how it's going. And I flip it back and Auburn's up like 24 or something. I was like, you're like what happened? Yeah. They started hitting threes. Uh, the defense, yeah. they were, they turned from defense. They turned defense into offense. I mean, it was very typical. I mean, they Bruce went Pearl. From like, 10 or 12 down to up 24. I was like, so how about this? How about this? I'm going to, let me, let me go find this game. But once I, once I find it, I'm going to give you a stat because there is a glaring stat in this game that you're going to go. No, no way that that happened in this game. Okay. While you're doing. Yeah, go for it. Keep going. Yeah. While I'm doing it. On the college basketball so it yesterday this is all saturday scores um i thought the saturday slate was a pretty good slate of basketball games yesterday so we'll, we'll just talk about that uh mississippi state beat tulane 106 76 that was a syracuse and georgetown played each other yesterday kind of rekindling the old big east rivalry syracuse oh, yeah. 80 to 68 um, UConn killed Arkansas Pine Bluff 101-63. Kentucky beat Penn in Philadelphia yesterday. Little scrappy uh, Ivy League team 
they're they're really they got some good guards. They're really they got a couple of bangers in the middle that just seem to get the job done. Uh, but they won eighty one to sixty six. Tennessee beat a ranked Illinois team uh, eighty six to seventy nine. Uh, Minnesota beat uh, Florida Gulf Coast 77-57. Virginia Tech won yesterday, Valparaiso 71-50. South Carolina rebounded after their Clemson loss and beat East East Carolina 68-62. They've only got the one loss. Uh, Butler in California, I don't know if you was watching this game, guys, but they went into double overtime this game did and Butler wins 97 to 90. Um, Dayton beat Troy 82 to 70. Dayton is a favorite out there in their conference. And I'm not going to run through every one of these. Um, Purdue and Alabama played a big game yesterday. Um, that Alabama, one went back and that went back and forth a little bit, but I think Alabama they had a lot led. of their big guys got big, got in trouble and foul foul trouble. Yeah. So, um, and Edie kind of closed the game out. Had thirty-five points, right. um, And beat them ninety-two to eighty-six. So um, hey, here, here's here here's the uh, I've got the stat. So as soon as you're as soon as you're ready. All right, go ahead. Cool. So, uh, Auburn beats Auburn beats Indiana one hundred four to seventy-six. Okay. When Auburn, like with this game, all right, so you would expect certain players to have big games. Who would you expect to have a big game from this? From this, uh, uh, well, if I mean, you see one of four, if you see one of four, who are you starting to spit off to like having a big game? Well, I mean, I, I know that your people are going to say Holloway because, okay, yeah, expected. You know, Okay. But he the had, main he had, one, and I think, and I think the one you're going to be talking about here is going to be Johnny Broom. Yeah, Janai Broom. Yep. Janai Broom. I mean, because and the reason why I'm <laughs> going to say him is because I happen to know that he only scored two points yesterday. Exactly. So yeah. Aiden Holloway was one of the big uh, contributors. He had 24 points, uh, and uh, Jalen Williams had 24 points. Those were our t- were the two uh, game leading scores. So uh, for both teams, they were they were the ones that uh, were the leading scores. Indiana, their starters had were, were pretty much even across the board everybody was scoring about 10 to 15 uh yeah. and then they they didn't get a ton of bench points auburn had 20 uh had 40 bench points um as well but they had you know yesterday too yeah and they're key contributors as far as you know their starters aiden holloway and and uh Jalen Williams with 24 each, and then Denver Jones hit about three threes and uh, contributed uh, 12 points. But yes, Janai Broom, two points. Uh, but he was very much, I mean, still he instrumental. He had seven overall rebounds, uh, five defensive, two offensive. He had two steals, two blocks. Uh, he turned it over once, and uh, but yeah, he had only two points uh, in 21 yeah, minutes, but that was that. still especially just especially when they made that run and come back. I thought, man, Broom only had two points. Like that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. yeah, 
but I think he was in foul trouble too. So, but yeah, he he only had two points in the game, and uh, but um, yeah, I watched, that was I watched like the first five minutes and the last five minutes. So right, you know, yeah, something like that of the game. Yeah. So that yeah, that was the interesting stat was that Janai Broom, one of the guys that gets talked about yeah, a lot yeah. for Auburn, two only had yeah. two points in that game. So yeah, I, I remember them saying that at the end of the broadcast that he only had two points. Yeah, um, when I was watching the end of it, uh, Kansas State beat LSU seventy-five to sixty. Um, South Florida beat Florida State yesterday eighty-eight to seventy-two. Creighton. Won a big game. Creighton is 10th in the country. They won by a lot. Beat Central Michigan. Um, Furman, who we were talking about, this is the male, the men's side. They beat the fire out of somebody yesterday. Um, just so you guys know, Western Kentucky won yesterday. Um, who is close to me. I'll tell you a score here that's going to surprise the crap out of everybody. DePaul who is one and seven beat Louisville yesterday, 75 to 68. Say that one more, say, say, say that one more time. Pain is in trouble. Yeah. Say it one more time. One more time. DePaul. Yes. DePaul. Yes. Louisville. Yes. 75 to 68 yesterday. Yes. That's uh that's a it's a beat down there. Uh did you one one other thing. Did you happen to catch uh the troll job that Auburn did after they won? No, probably not. No. All right. So I'm gonna send you a couple of videos uh once uh once we get done and I want you to see okay. this because it is right. absolutely hilarious. So there's a <laughs> Well, listen, a, I'm, I'm a Kentucky guy. I'm not an yeah. Indiana fan. I'd love yeah. to see that y'all kick their ass, to be quite honest with you. I'm not a – you know, I grew up in the in the Bobby Knight and, the, you know, Joe B. Hall in the, you know, that, that era when I was a little boy, and we hated each other. I mean, hated each other. So I still remember all that. So I'm not an Indiana fan at all. So I was right. glad to see that kick their ass to be quiet yeah so no 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 but it's this this is the stuff that's funny um indiana uh some indiana students sometime uh about 10 or so years ago put out a video on youtube um like a little music video or whatever well the uh some of the people in the auburn jungle uh did the exact same thing and ended up uh remaking that video and it's it's pretty funny so um okay, you send it to me yeah but it yeah. was it was it was definitely funny so uh the first one i'm about to send you is this is the uh this is the indiana version and then i'm about to send you the auburn version but yes okay. All right, so Duke beat Charlotte 80 to 56. Texas beat Houston Christian 77 to 50 uh, yesterday and rebounded off of a loss. Um, Arizona 
beat the fire out of Wisconsin yesterday. Arizona's number one in the country right now. Um, and they won not 98 to 73 over a 23rd ranked Wisconsin team yesterday, uh, which was a big win. Houston won big and they're, they're ranked three Oklahoma beat Arkansas 79 to 70 yesterday. And I want to say this, I watched part of this game as well. Arkansas is so up and down. They have they have all the talent in the world. They really do. They're athletic. They can run, jump. I mean, they the problem that Arkansas is having, I want to say two things. The big thing that Arkansas is having a problem with is they go through spells where they cannot buy a basket. I've watched them about four times this year, and yesterday may have been part of five. I'm not sure. I've watched several of them, and they just can't – at times they cannot buy a basket. And as athletic as they are, and defense and everything else that they do, and then – Last thing I wanted to say about that game is, is Eric Musselman, that dude's got some anger issues. And it's against the, is it, is it against the Oklahoma coach? Cause he did this four years ago. Apparently did the exact same thing. Yes. He, dude's got, yes. They were showing replays of the, of, of what he did like two or three years ago. And then what he did yesterday. And it's like identical. Like it's like, Musselman's got some anger issues. Like something's wrong with that dude. Just to be honest with you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's. Mm. Yeah, I saw him. I, I just saw the what he was doing, and it was not. Uh, it's not great. So that was kind of. Well, especially when on on the broadcast they were literally showing split screen, <laughs> like what he did before and what he was doing today. And like, it was just like, my God, dude, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got some issues. Yeah. Florida exactly. beat Richmond 87 to 76 Clemson stayed undefeated 24th rank in the country. They beat an undefeated TCU team, 74 to 66. This Clemson team, um, I have watched parts of their games, of three of their games right now. And like they're a legit contender in the ACC. I, I really do think that they are. Um, um, you know, you've got Duke and North Carolina and them and Miami. Miami lost yesterday, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, pretty big, ugly. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Miami right now. I'm trying to go through here. Kansas beat Missouri 73 to 64 at home. Um, St. Mary's knocked off Colorado State. Colorado State was undefeated. Um, they beat them 64 to 61. St. Mary's had lost three or four games early this year. 
uh, this season already and hadn't been looking all that great. Uh, and they were picked to challenge Gonzaga in the West Coast, but they haven't looked great. Maybe this will get them on track. Um, Xavier beat Cincinnati 84 to 79. BYU, who is ranked 14th and undefeated, lost at Utah 73 to 69, their first loss of the season yesterday. Um, Nova beat UCLA yesterday, 65 to 56. Good win for uh, Villanova. Marquette beat the crap out of Notre Dame yesterday. I'm going to tell you guys right now, Notre Dame, I mean, Notre Dame, Marquette looks real. Like, I, I've watched them about three times. They're, that, that's a really impressive team. I would put them definitely as a, as a true contender. Arizona as well. Both of those teams look really, really good. San Diego State snuck out a win. They're ranked 25th, 63-62 to 62 over UC Irvine. And late last night, Washington Huskies upset Gonzaga at home, 78-73. to It was the first time Gonzaga had lost a game against the Pac-12 since 2005. That's a long time ago, guys. Um, they had won like 17-something games in a row. Against Pac-12 opponents, they had not lost a Pac-12 game since 2005. And they were leading in this game. I was watching this game last night. This was the late game. Um, didn't get over till like midnight my time, which I'm central. A um, little bit past midnight, I think. Uh, but they closed out this game. Keon Brooks, ex-Kentucky player. Stepped up to the free throw line, knocked down four big free throws at the end of the game, and they closed it out 78-73 to and beat seventh-ranked Gonzaga. First time they'd won a top-10 game in, uh, against the top-10 in like 10 years, something like that. It had been a long time. So they are 6-3, and three, got a couple of decent wins now, so they're trying to build a resume uh, out at Washington. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that's going to kind of close out the college basketball scoreboard. And we don't have any polls to talk about this week. Normally we talk about the college football polls and that kind of stuff, and we don't really have that to talk about this week. But let's continue one one tradition. How about the good, the bad, and the ugly? All right. Um, from, the from the college football weekend. We always do this and have a little fun with it. So let's 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 go with that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Um so what's what's your good to start with? So are we doing or are we are we are we only doing college football right now? Because this is no, uh we can, we can integrate so we have okay. been doing this just with college football. Right. Um there was really only one game yesterday and I mean, I guess we could still use maybe the college football playoff system and a few other 
things, the Heisman, a few other things, and still kind of keep it college football if you want to. But if you want to integrate basketball, you can do that as well. It doesn't matter because we're okay. going to have to integrate basketball. to keep. Yeah, it so I'm going to go with the good. I'm, I, I, I am going to be as homer as possible here. Uh, Auburn looked really good. So <laughs> uh, beating a a seven and one Indiana and um, you know they had uh like as I've said before they had forty bench points Aiden Holloway their guard um, freshman guard at twenty four um, Jalen uh, Williams another uh, forward that that they wanted to had take over games last year they they really wanted him to take over games last year. And he just was kind of up and down as to if he was going to um, kind of be the guy. Well, he had 24. Um, they had, uh, as I've said, the, the 40 bench points, you know, 10 came from Trey Donaldson. You had uh, 14 from uh, uh, KD Johnson. So there, there was, there was uh, a lot of points that were spread around. And I, I think that that was – some of the best basketball that they had played right after one of the worst offensive performances that they've played. They looked really bad against an app state team that shouldn't have been in the same gym as them. And they, they only lost by five, but they should have ran them out of the gym uh, last week. And they, uh, so the fact that they turned that around, and were able to play a pretty complete game right there with the way that they play defense and everything else. That that was uh, that's the good that I've got. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm going to put Marquette on there with the good. I mean, this team. Oh yeah. Looks legit. Like they really, really do. These guards. Um. They have they play four guards and they have a big in the middle that can they can hold his own. And I mean, they just they are so scrappy on defense. They they are disruptive. They're all over you. Like they're just this is a really impressive team with Marquette so far. And 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 that is Shaka Smart, right? Marquette. Yes. Yep, it's Shaka Smart. So it think is, about this. Shaka the, Smart, Shaka Smart did, did did really well with with BCU. Got the Texas mm-hmm. job, and didn't it do was so kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's okay. doing really but well with Marquette. Great. So it, it, is that yeah. a Texas thing, or is that a Shaka Smart at Texas? I don't, I don't know. I don't know because that's it's a, really I mean, that's just weird. a question I've got. Is like, is it a Texas? Is yeah. Texas just? that hard of a place to go in and, 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 and excel well, Chris or Beard struggled there too. I know. Chris well, Beard struggled there too. Yeah. 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 You know, so I mean, you know, this, but this Marquette team guys, they are for real. I mean, they, they really play some really good ball. I've been very impressed with the way they look so far. So, um, all right, we'll go with the bad. What's your bad? So we're gonna go. We're we're gonna go back to last Sunday, and uh, 
we're going to say the transparency of the CFP because that's bad. That was to- that was terrible. I mean, you could even put it in as they're ugly too because they were. That was just yeah. it was really bad. I I don't understand how you can do it one way and then all of a sudden flip on a dime and do it something completely different. So um, I think that you could have easily have been more transparent, done it, and been consistent. There's been no consistency with this year's iteration. I think every other year's iteration was more consistent than what this year was doing. This year was just absolute. I, I think they were all over the place. And they well, sit there and would say head-to-head head meant something, that, but then – you know, there's four or five different versions of head to head that meant nothing. So. Right. But if you're going to call it your bad, then I, I, I'll say this about it as my bad as well. I still in the whole country has been talking about basically FSU versus Alabama or FSU ACC versus SEC when it comes to what the college football playoff committee did. I right. still sit here today, almost a week later, or I mean, it is a week later. I still sit here today and I tell you from my perspective, I still do not understand how a one loss big 12 team who was seventh jumped a undefeated ACC team who was fourth in the rankings and the fourth place team beat the 14th place team and the seventh place team beat the 19th place team in the championships. So how... I don't understand everybody. The whole narrative is about Alabama and the and the SEC, but in my opinion, they beat the number one team in the country. Texas moved up because they beat Alabama. Alabama. Moved up and they had yes, a that's exactly what happened. Head to head, they put Texas in. Because which, they which they went they they no had sense. a they they beat Alabama head to head all right and so that's why Texas was number three that's why they were but three. When you're talking about but when you're talking about transparency, in my opinion, and, that is where they need to step up and say. And we they simply made, felt like and, we had to put Texas in there because they beat it because they beat Bama. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they did it and they and they put them at three so that they could get Bama crazy. so they could yeah. get Bama That's in. Cool. Right. But my opinion is this. If you want to go with all of it, I'm gonna tell you this. My opinion is the playoffs should have been, in my opinion, I think it should have been Michigan, Washington, FSU at three, where they deserve to be, and Bama four for beating Georgia. I think that win beating the number one team and, uh, and, and winning the sec over Texas beating the 20, 19th or 20th ranked team catapult them above them. 
And Texas should be the one that was left out, in my opinion, not Alabama. Just want to throw that out. I mean, either way, I mean, it, it should have been it, it should have been somebody other than FSU. You should have been looking at a one loss team, a one loss champion, yeah. not a not a not an undefeated champion, which I is what which is what you happened. could put a one loss Big Twelve team in over an undefeated ACC team. Right. So I just don't see it. But yeah, that that definitely that was not only the bad, it could also be the ugly. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of things that happened right there. Yeah. So the ugly. What do you got for the ugly for this past week? Week I'm calling it week 15. That was we I've been doing the weeks of the college football season. This is really week 15, I guess. Uh, you know, again, it I don't really have a whole lot to go on. Um with uh, the ugly, you know, outside of basically just, you know, repeating what I just did with the bad. So I don't really have an ugly uh, this week. I mean, it's going to basically just be, you know, the CFP and their lack say, of transparency. I'm say this, and this is probably not near as bad as the one we just talked about with the college football right. playoff and all that. So, I, I'm going to be fully aware that this is probably not near as bad as that, okay? But today just so happened, and I told you I would get to this in a minute, Miami, who was ranked eighth in the country a, a little over 10 days ago or so, and Kentucky beat the crap out of them in Rupp Arena, today at home, no, I take that back. This was a showcase in Brooklyn but they were listed as the home team. Anyway, it's a neutral site game. They're 15th in the country right now. They played Colorado, an unranked team, and got beat by almost 30 in Brooklyn on a showcase, college football showcase today, um, 90 to 63. And they've got some really good guard plays play and uh, a good center a good big guy in the middle as well. I mean, they should be a lot better team than what they're showing. So, and Texas A&M is down at halftime as well. They are ranked. They're down by nine to Memphis. And this game is at home. This is in College Station. And they're down 38 to 29 to Memphis. These are ranked teams. Um, so on this Sunday, I will tell you that both of those are kind of ugly. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, that looks, that looks ugly. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to get to the week ahead Saturday's slate of college basketball is incredible. Um, I hate that we're not going to be able to do something if we have a weekend wrap-up show next week. I'll have to talk to John and see. But next week's um, college basketball slate is amazing. You got Kansas and Indiana. You got Baylor and Michigan State. You got Texas A&M and Houston. You got Clemson and Memphis. 
Um, you've got Arizona plays Purdue, number one and number four right now. North Carolina and Kentucky play next weekend. Alabama plays Creighton. Um, NC State plays Tennessee next week. I mean, and that's – there is a ton more. LSU and Texas play each other. There is a ton of good games next Saturday um, as far as a college basketball slate. Next so, Sunday, next next Sunday, uh, is USC at Auburn. Okay, that's next, next Sunday. Sunday? Mm-hmm. All right, there is a there is a bunch of very very good um, basketball games to watch next Sunday. Um, the week ahead, I do want to get to a little bit of college football stuff. When we're looking at that, there are six bowl games that start next Saturday. Um, on Thursday, we will pick these games for our game day pick them. Me and John Hammonds for sure will be on, and we will pick these games. The Myrtle Beach Bowl is Georgia Southern 6-6 six and six versus Ohio 9-3. and three. Um, The New Orleans Bowl is Louisiana 6-6 six and six Jacksonville State. Eight and four. Um, the I'm not sure. Mexico Cure Bowl is Appalachian State eight and five, Miami Ohio eleven and two. Um, the New Mexico Bowl is Fresno State eight and four versus New Mexico State ten and four. The LA Bowl is Boise State eight and five versus UCLA seven and five, and and the Independence Bowl is Texas Tech six and six versus California six and six. All six of those games will be the first bowl games of the season. They kick off next Saturday the sixteenth. I mean. Yes, next Saturday the 16th, yep. This Saturday. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this Saturday. Yeah. Is there actually some pretty good games for being uh, and, the first then, the course, first weekend of bowl series? So. Yep, yeah, there's six games. There's a few good ones in there, uh, you know, to pay attention to and watch next Saturday. So there will be college football. There will be six games to pay attention to next Saturday. Um, and then after that, of course, they're kind of staggered in there, some through the week, some on weekends and stuff like right. that. They start the next, they skip on Sunday and they, I think Western Kentucky plays Monday and then it goes on. And then there's other games throughout the week, um, that we'll look at and talk about. But for this coming week, there is six games and those six are the, um, games that, will be played on Saturday for college football. Always exciting to have bowl games to talk about. So we'll have uh, six games if we maybe do this late Saturday night or we could do it on Monday or something. I'm not sure. I just if I we'll just, do it or I just, just realized the Birmingham Bowl is on a Saturday. It's usually been in the middle of the week, and 
this oh, year. Man. It's Saturday, uh, December twenty third. So not this upcoming one, but the following Saturday. The next one. And I, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Monday game, a Tuesday game, a Thursday game. a Friday game, and then a bunch of Saturday games on the 23rd, ne the next week. Right, yep. Yeah. Yep, so that's the week ahead in college sports. I'm not going to sit here and get into every single game um, that happens as far as basketball because – there's a ton of them to talk about. I will start looking once conference seasons start and kind of pick out some of the better midweek games that we can at least mention in this and stuff. But right now, a lot of these teams, um, the schools are letting out and got, got finals and letting out and they're off of campus. And a lot of these teams, Kentucky's only playing one game a week um, on Saturdays and stuff right now. So um, I don't know if everybody does that, but I know that several of them – do that in college basketball right now for the next few weeks through the holidays. Yeah, I think uh, I think finals for Auburn was last week. Um, they're usually yeah. a week before the high schools, like my, the local high schools around here, and so the local high schools are next week. So they would have been last week. So most of those guys yeah. should be, or at least all the students should be in town now, and um, or you know. They, they have left, you know, the, the campus. And so now it right. is, uh, you know, whenever you have an on-campus game, I mean, you might get some students driving back, but you're, it's going to be very hard, especially those that live in dorms, um, just because those are the ones that won't be able to actually stay when they go back. But if you've got an apartment, you can easily, easily have a place to stay overnight. But um, those that live in dorms, you don't <laughs> you have to move out for three weeks so you don't have access to your door right. so that uh right yeah absolutely yep yep so there's there's not as many games through the week over the next few weeks um until you get you know past new year's and then, right. then there will be yeah. yeah and i mean i think auburn i think uh i think the sec starts there's usually like that last week of um, there is there's one game so like the it's usually like a midweek in between uh you'll yeah, you'll have a so that last week of December they because of the additional teams that have come in when they had uh yeah. with the fourteen they actually started pushing the 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 scheduling back and so. Yeah instead of it starting the first week of January, it actually starts the last week of December. Yeah. Um, there are some other, it's there's always, some other conferences that I think that do that, but yeah. it's usually like it's one or two games. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only yeah. like one or two games. It's not like the whole slate. Like you don't have everybody starting that first week. It's just actually, one or this two games. Past week, you're talking about other conferences. Actually this past week, um, there was some big 10 matchups this past week already. Right, yeah, I did notice yeah. that. Yeah. So. so, but that is the week ahead, guys. Uh, join us on Tuesday night. We will do our Big Fuss show on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. 
and we'll try to come up with some topics. We will probably um, maybe do a few, talk about a few of these games and stuff, midweek games and stuff. If there are some to talk about, we'll have to look them up and stuff this week and do a little bit of fun show there for the Big Fuss Show on Tuesday night. Catch it at 8 o'clock. Um, and we appreciate the thing I want to say, I guess, before we go, is I appreciate you guys being on. Go to True Victory. Go to truevictory.com. Use the fanboys. There's some specials bundles going on right now. Also, go to homefieldapparel.com. Use our right code CSCAST. Use our code CSCAST. And I've got the True Victory on today. I've got the home um, so, field apparel. <laughs> yeah, and he's got the home field apparel today. So, um, you know, go and 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 get your stuff. Home field apparel is CSCast. You use the code there um, to help us out, and we would appreciate it. Yep, it's it's, it's all down here on, on the bottom. Yep, it is. All right. Well, we will see you guys on Tuesday night, and I appreciate it. Y'all have a good night.